My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. Hey everybody, Matthew Becker back on another episode of The Stronger Revolution. This time, I'm here with our Athlete of the Month, Nathan Mizla. You got it. Right? Known as The Miz. Just Miz. Miz. (laughs) Just Miz. He was our Athlete of the Month for, what is this month now? November November. of 2021. What's up, dude? What's going on? Not much. Happy to be here. It's it's, it's 2.15 on a Tuesday afternoon before Thanksgiving. That's right. What kind of job do you work that you get out of the office at 2.15 on a Tuesday afternoon? Secretive. Secretive job. (laughs) We Uh, can't talk about it. No, what's the one from James Bond? Uh, Shoot, it was right there and then it went away. They always, anytime you had to give a card to somebody. License to kill? No, that's that's, that's a certification. (laughs) No, it's... um, uh, something international, like uh, Enterprise International or something like that. Just like some completely nondescript. I don't know. Thing. I think that's car rental. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what do you do that you get out of the office at 2.15 on a Tuesday afternoon? So right now I'm working from home, but oh. uh, I work for EQT Corporation as yeah. a manager of corporate development. Manager? So one of the things that I've learned about EQT from my past experience is that they love their buzzwords and titles. So sure. What are you manager of corporate development? Correct. What does that What does that mean? Right. So my background's in finance and okay. also in valuation. So for those that don't know, valuation is simply valuing companies or assets. Oh, so valuation, not evaluation. Correct. Okay. But evaluation plays a part in a larger evaluation. So when EQT looks to or is interested in acquiring assets or other companies, we come in and do a broad evaluation, determine what that asset or company might be worth to our company, Hmm. and then go through a process of uh, recommendations and potentially bidding. Interesting. Could you do that with like any size company? Yes. Like I could come to you and say, I want you to value my company. And Correct. You could do that. Oh, cool. I can tell you what the, the gym, the box is worth. Yeah. You already know? Hypothetically. I do not. Oh. You have to show me the papers. Man. <laughs> oh. I know you, you're not going to show me the papers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that secretive. All right, maybe I am. Anyway, I was super interested in this conversation because you're just such a fun-loving dude. Cool. You're always happy. <laughs> Generally, yeah. Or at least here you are. You put on the face at least. Well, here's a good place to be. Hey, thanks. Um, and yeah, it, you're just always a good time. So I've been looking forward Appreciate to this conversation all month. Yeah. 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 I remember back to our days of uh, Olympic lifting uh, when I used to coach. That was pre-COVID. That was pre-COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wednesday nights, right? 7.30 to 6.30 to 7.30? 7.30. Mm-hmm. It wasn't 7.30, 8.30. I didn't go to that late. 
No, 6.30, 7.30. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you miss that? Do you miss the Olympic lifting class? Um, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, strength is probably one of my stronger suits here. Um, so as you know, we've been focusing more on cardio and uh, squat would be probably the only strength exercise. Well, that's what we've been working on, right? In Correct. coaches' corners, your yeah. squat. Yeah. Yeah, we might try to bring back some kind of lifting class. I don't know. We sent that survey out. Did you fill out that survey when we sent it out like two months ago about what to do with the Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. time slot? Yes. What did you say? Uh, I can't remember if it was Olympic lifting or open gym. I think there were four options. There was a stretching class, which doesn't sound like that was up your alley. <laughs> Even though I need to stretch more. <laughs> uh, there was a, just a general barbell class because I think, I think I'm the only USAW certified coach at the gym currently. Oh, look at you. I know. I know. The sole guy at the top. No, because we lost Kathleen and then G-Force moved. Sure. I guess, I mean, Kathleen, I don't know why I, I categorize those two differently. They both moved. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was just a, a barbell lifting class and then open gym and an extra CrossFit class. But you don't know if you picked open gym versus um, lifting. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to do another multiple choice exercise for you if needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the winner was CrossFit. Uh, we might just have to... It, you don't need to know all of this, but anyway, we might we might bring it back in the beginning of the new year. Um, all right, let's rewind then about you. We've already talked about you and your profession. Who was I talking to that said they knew nothing about you, so they were really interested in listening to this? Oh, man, I don't want... I mean, you are kind Hope of... I don't let them down. You are an international man of mystery here. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows who you are, but I don't think they know a lot about you. I hope so. I mean, I've been here almost four years. No, just over four years now. Yeah. But you never did, like, a whole lot of social stuff in the past, right? Busy man. Yeah. Did you ever do any of the Opens? Uh, no. I don't think you no. did. No. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite color? Blue. Ah, oh, are yeah. you serious? You just I'm a little darker though. Me. No, I'm a little darker though. It's navy blue. Put them on. man after my own heart. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day about my obsession with blue, and I was like, it makes it easy. If you just buy everything that's blue, then it takes away that paralysis by analysis. Yeah, I mean, I which just... one do you want? The blue one. Absolutely. Yeah. I just got a new watch and new iPhone, both blue. Blue, yeah, yeah there you go. There's no other. It's, it's blue and then just other colors. It's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in preparation for this episode, by the way, you are. Oh, thank you for the coffee. I oh, want to make sure welcome. I emphasize that here on the podcast. I brewed that myself. You did with uh, what was it? Cold pressed water or something it's like that. It's cold filtered water. Cold filtered uh, water. Made at home mm. with. Freshly ground La Prima coffee beans. I hope everybody just heard me slurp it. It is delicious. You gotta aerate it, right? Correct. That's what you do with wine. Mm. Yeah, you give it that little slurp. <laughs> well, this is the wine of CrossFit. The wine black, of black CrossFit. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or if it'd be more like pre-workout. Yeah. But sure, I'll take. I'll, I'll, I'll say. Some it's people coffee. drink wine every, all times of the day. So that's true. That's true. We drink coffee all times of the day. Um, Anyway, so I was going to say, uh, I think you're one of the most prepared coming on to the podcast. Poor Sophie was the first one. <laughs> um, and she did a really good job of winging it. Brandon, I think I, I sent him a few more questions. 
Um, but you, I mean, you, you came to me for questions. You sent me an outline. I'm right. impressed. Right. I, I know how busy the coaches at industrial athletics can be yeah. and trying to fit this in your schedule. So to make this successful, you know, I should be prepared. At least that's how I approach it. So hey, I uh, here we that. are. So let's hope this doesn't flop. <laughs> I guess that's why you run EQT, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Call my boss. <laughs> All right, let's rewind. Yeah. We're going back in time. Yeah. Because uh, you started with the date of 2015 in your outline. Mm-hmm. Why? Why was 2015 an important date for you? Shit. Sorry. Man, now I have to put a label on this one. Oh, we'll edit that post-production. Yeah, right. Um, that seems so long ago, too. Yeah, that was, you know, two years, two and a half years before I started here. Okay. Um, so, you know, at the end of 2015, I was kind of feeling burned out overall, I guess, kind of in life. You know, I'm having professional success, but mm-hmm. just in a way, you know, not happy or not feeling 100% fulfilled and everything. Um, so, you know, at that point, I realized what I need to introduce into my life is just more balance. Okay. Um, so, you know, saying yes to more opportunities outside of work and doing more things, you know, one of which was getting more exercise just to feel healthier and be healthier. Got it. Okay. So 2015, you were out of school at that point. How oh, long? yeah, long out of school. Long out of school. Wait. Oh, wait. We go through this a lot. You and I are very similar in age, aren't we? Well, I got a few months on you. You got a couple few months on me. I always think you're younger than me, but I forget. Yeah, you got a few months on me. So you, did you do grad school? Yeah. Okay. So grad school was at Pitt, graduated 2008. 2008, okay. Because yeah. I came out of law school in 2009, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you were seven years into your career then. Six, seven years yeah. into your career by then. Yeah. Okay. Not married at the time. Not married, single. Okay. And just working 24-7. Yeah, just working. And uh, just really kind of dedicating myself to work at that point, which is just not healthy, right? Like Not in the long run. No, absolutely not. And I had people come to me that I had worked for that, you know, are in their late 40s, early 50s, and kind of hinted at, don't do really? what I have done, right? Wow. Because they weren't married and really didn't have anything outside of work. Right. The one woman made her own Christmas cards, which is lovely. <laughs> However, like... <laughs> I'm not sure I want that type of time outside of work to yeah. make my own Christmas cards for everybody. Um, so it was a combination of that. And then I think the other advice I heard, too, was, you know, 50 years from now when you're dead or whatever that might be, yeah. nobody's going to remember you for your contribution in Excel or Microsoft Office or whatever sure. that might be, you know, professionally. You know, you're going to be remembered for family, friends. And uh, the impact you have on those around you. So yeah, I, th- I think that's like one of those motivational quotes or something. Like at the end of your life, nobody's going to care about how many hours you worked or how much money. Yeah, you absolutely. Made. Yeah. You know, so you have to strike a balance in there. So you're looking for the balance. Yeah. I think you told me that something else kind of slapped you in the face too. Uh, what was the the forty looking back at thirty thing? Yeah, I so this was in, in my uh, I guess research there, just trying to find some guidance or inspiration. I think it might have been a men's health article there, but it was, you know, what would your forty year old self tell your thirty year old self? Okay. And there's some different things, but the one was start working out or get in shape. Just mm-hmm. because the older you become and try to start that journey, the more difficult that can be. And you know. Taking on CrossFit a few years ago, I noticed it was harder than if I were to be taking on new exercise, you know, in my mid-20s. Yeah. So, 
Um, okay. I, I kind of took that to heart and started off soft doing some different activities, you know, running moderate gym. That's real moderate. <laughs> um, comparatively, extremely moderate, you know. You said, you said, uh, was it kickball? Yeah, that one's going to show up <laughs> on the table. That's all right. Edit that all right, out. post-production. Um, running kickball and softball. Yeah. Yeah, so you're like, you're, you're the middle-aged dude that's like, do you exercise? I play basketball once a week, <laughs> right? Right. That's yeah, my, brother's, my brother's like that. So, I mean, it, play it, basketball. you know, as far as like a moderate baby step, you know, you're going in the right direction. Sure. But it's still not providing 100% fulfilled, right? Okay. As far as, you know, all the, the true benefits of getting a rigorous workout. I mean, how often would you run? Did you ever get bored? Um, well, I put my music on okay. and just take off around the city. So the one nice thing is I would just step out of work and hit a river trail, you know, go for five miles and come back. Oh, that's so it, it wasn't awful. The thing I realized, though, is that your body starts to adapt to that. Yeah. So it's if you just run and that's really it, it you know, you don't continue to necessarily lose weight or, you know, it just becomes hard. You plateau. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've been, and that, I guess, you, you just keep having to run either longer or faster. Yeah. yeah. And anybody in the gym that's seen me run knows that longer or faster as say, relates to running is not my strong I wasn't suit. going there. I wasn't going there. <laughs> so anybody who has never seen Miz, I mean, he's built like a football player. What are you, like 6'5"? <laughs> yeah, just shy, six foot. <laughs> <laughs> like 250 pounds of muscle. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Right, Cut right. me short. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah running is not your forte uh, and that's okay yeah you've got the weights on the other end i can well i still hate running but i will run mm-hmm. but you know barbells aren't necessarily my friend um, <laughs> sure <laughs> so how did you how did you find crossfit yeah so Here you are super burnt out strung out miz running five miles every day and CrossFit comes along. Yeah, so at that point, too, I was running with my boss at the time, uh, former member. I guess yeah. we can sit, we can name names. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah I'm expecting you to, to name the names so name that I can names. bring this, I can bring this yeah. connection with you full circle. <laughs> so uh, me and my boss, Andrew Breeze. Yeah. Um, Drew Breeze. Yeah. Not the Drew Breeze. No, the, the, the Drew, Drew Breeze. Breeze. <laughs> um, you know, we were talking to our other coworker, Brett Varner, oh. and he was coming to industrial athletics at that point yeah. and kind of got us interested. And I kind of alluded to this during my, uh, I guess, written interview for Athlete of the Month that that was at a point in time where I made a conscious effort not to say no to new things with okay. good reason. And look at that. Yep. Look at that. You're a yes man. Do you remember that movie from a long time ago with Jim Carrey where he... Oh, I guess that was like liar, liar, liar or something. That wasn't a no thing, right? He just, he couldn't uh, lie. The, there was a Yes Man movie yeah, with him. Was, that with Jim, was, was it, it with Jim Carrey? I think so. Okay. I should have done the research beforehand. <laughs> but anyway, I had no idea that was coming up. Um, so people who don't know, Brett Varner, your co-worker, went to high school with me. Right. So that's yeah. the full circle here on how we got connected. Circle of life. And was, what was weird was I went to high school with Brett... We graduated. I think I ran into the dude once, like during a winter break at the mall or something like that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, never saw him. All of a sudden, he met Joe Domeno, 
mm-hmm. who is a member of ours, because we're going way out here. Oh, yeah. Brett's girlfriend worked for Joe at Evoqua. Yep. Which it wasn't Evoqua at the time. I think it was like Siemens or something like that. So Brett started coming. I get rekindled with Brett as a high school friend, and then he brought you over. Right. And now, yeah. how many years ago is that? Four years ago? Yeah, that would have been yeah, July yeah. 2017. And so here we are. You're the only one left. Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, side story, because, you know, we're way off the yeah. side now anyway. Do you remember when you, and you were in the fundamentals and you were with Breeze, your, your boss, yeah. and I was teaching you guys how to med ball clean, med ball squat clean. <laughs> And one of you, I don't remember which one, one of you performed the med ball squat clean and pressed it over top of your head. And I said, we kind of had this dynamic during our fundamentals where I was just busting on you guys. And I was like, look, I never said press it over top of your head. Don't press it over your head. You just med ball clean and you stand up. And we were all, ha, 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 ha. Maybe it was Breeze. And we're like, ha, 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 Breeze messed up. And then the next guy went and did the exact same thing. And we busted out. Do you remember that? I, I don't recall that. Oh. I, I know there was one other person with I us. I know, but I can't remember who it was. I, I don't think they lasted long. No. I remember them not. during fundamentals. I don't recall ever seeing them in a class. Yeah, they may not have. But anyway, I still bring up that story today. Sometimes to new fundamentals when it's relevant, like don't press it over top of your head. Because they'll do it. I don't know why. You do a med ball squat thing, you stand up and they press over your head. I'm like, listen. At no point did I demonstrate that. <laughs> and so then I roll the story. Um, and they get a kick out of it. But I, just, I guess it's not that memorable since you don't even remember it. No, I, I just remember the burpee comment. What was the burpee? Oh, no, wait. Yeah, I said, I don't, I don't like burpees. <laughs> and you told me I'm going to have a really short CrossFit career. <laughs> so supportive back then, wasn't yeah. I? I so mean, it supportive. was just straight to the point. <laughs> I still don't care for burpees, but <laughs> <laughs> and yet here you still are, still doing it. Um, okay, so you started into CrossFit. Uh, you fell in love with burpees and running. Uh, then you discovered the barbell, right? That's exactly that's a fair summation of what you just said. Yeah. Yep. Um, but <laughs> you said you started kind of coming, continuing to come to CrossFit for other reasons, right? Uh, what were those other reasons? Why? What kind of kept you coming back? So I think in finding this balance um, and, you know, we're attempting to find this balance and trying to maintain a schedule, there'd be certain points where I wasn't being as consistent. And so what I noticed was when I stopped coming, I wouldn't feel as good. Okay. You know, whether it's emotionally or, or just physically, you know, because I wasn't exercising or, or using that energy, I wasn't feeling as good. Mm-hmm. So then I'd come back. Um, and try to get back into it, but I wasn't fully, you know, consistently devoting myself all the time and finding, you know, pushing myself to where I needed to be. Um, I think the other thing that you were hinting at that now (laughs) it comes back to me on the fly. Um, you're not supposed to say that you're just supposed to roll. It's it's real natural. Also, I thought this was a dry run (laughs) and we're going to record again in a minute. Um, no, it's. I think Sophie had hinted to this too. It's, um, you know, I can walk into the door and be in a bad mood and have work or something personal on my mind, and that might make it through the warm up or so. 
Right. But by the time the actual wad takes place, there is nothing else I'm thinking about other than probably counting in some yeah. manner. Breathing. And making it, yeah, I don't breathe sometimes. <laughs> and making it to the end of that workout. And like, that is your sole focus mm-hmm. at that point. So I think that's what's, you know, great. Because it does allow you to, in a way, clear your head. It does. Yeah. I've had people ask me in the past, like, why do you love working out so much? And you know, I don't smoke. I don't drink. And so I'd say, I use this to clear my head. And they say, yeah. like, you work out to clear your head? I'm like, yes. Because when you start a workout, if you're putting in the max effort into that workout, you can't think about anything yeah. else. It wipes it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's that. And there's also the strategic aspect, too, of it, of making it through that workout, just looking at your pace, your timing and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, trying to keep up. It does devote 100% of your concentration. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So we did, um, we talked about consistency. Consistency in coming, so it just wasn't that regular. Mm-hmm. And would you find that when you weren't consistently coming... Your nutrition may have also been sabotaging any progress you were trying to make in the gym. Right. Yeah. I mean, there were certain points in the first, you know, let's say before or prior to this year where I'd probably plateau. Okay. Right. And you get to a certain point and then, you know, I'd get busy and I'd miss two weeks or I'd mm-hmm. miss three weeks a month and then come back, you know, which isn't unheard of. But, um, you know, with that, I can never really progress further. And then what happened with COVID and then working from home, yeah. I broke certain habits of, you know, working downtown, having access to uh, snacks or going out and getting food that, you know, I wasn't preparing myself. But now working from home, you know, it's a lot easier to make your own meal or limit yourself to what you're fueling your body and your workout. So it started with that. It started with, you know, I probably should have listened to this earlier drinking more water, you know, or drinking enough water that, you know, I don't have a headache, uh-huh. you know, about five minutes into the workout. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so feeling myself in that manner. And I felt like, you know, the first half of 2021, you know, I was progressing now that I was coming back to the gym, but then probably, you know, mid year starting to plateau a little bit or reaching where I felt my previous plateau was. Okay. So that's when I decided, you know, if I wanted to be as good as some of the other athletes here, which I admire, I probably need to take that extra step and do coach's corner just to focus on some of my areas that I'm limited. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And for those who don't know, the coach's corner program is an add-on program. I described it as a one-on-one consultation program where you and I sit down on a monthly basis and define a goal or two. I think we're working on two right now, right? You don't have to share what your goals are if they're personal to you. It's it's sort of like a, a coach-client privilege here. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, then we give you homework each month, whether that's diet homework, lifting homework, skill homework, cardio homework, whatever it is. Or all of that. <laughs> or all of it, right? And we track your progress week to week. You have to you have to face my my Monday messages of, hey, Ms. <laughs> compliances, fantastic last week, good work. <laughs> or I've gotten that. <laughs> hey, Ms. Yeah, compliance was a little low last week. Gotten that. Got that. Uh, and then we come back in next month and we check in. Yeah. Right. And and so it sounds to me like what you're saying is that has helped you sort of break that plateau that you saw at the beginning of the year. Right. Yes. Definitely. Good. Right. So I think some of the things I pointed out myself was just 
some leg weakness for squatting, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, I'm not as cardio intensive as some of the other athletes. So I needed to make that a focus beyond just what you would get in a workout. Yeah. So we added those. And are you program. noticing are you noticing that that's helping? Yes. That when cardio comes yeah. up in the workouts now, it's it's not such a slugfest. I like to think so. Okay. Yes. <laughs> all right. So all of this, um, it what is is sort of designed around a theme that you wanted to, to discuss, which is balance. Yeah. Right. I think it's extremely important. So. The, the professional who randomly comes upon my podcast and listens, your message to them is you're, you're their 40-year-old self telling them, get working out. Yeah, get working out earlier rather than later. Yeah. And uh, I guess life's a mountain, not a beach. You know, you got to put work into it to conquer it. Oh, I was wondering where you were going with that. I don't think I've ever really heard that. Life's a mountain, not a beach. Yep. But what if I want to go? That's to from the a beach? fortune cookie, by the way. Is it really? No, Is it really? Yeah. Oh man. Wait, aren't you? Okay, we're gonna make this nothing braided R again. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you supposed to end it all with in bed? So life's a mountain, not a beach in bed. <laughs> you have you ever well, heard that? I, I am not commenting on that. My family might listen to this. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that before I said that, before we went on air? Hey, by the way, Matt, let's be a little bit PG here. I didn't realize it was going to be that uh, unfiltered. Uh, That's the fun of what we do here on The Struggle. Not really. (laughs) Not really. We are a professional show, I guess. What makes us a professional show? Probably sponsorship, which we have none. So we're not a professional show. At least not yet. I mean, I'm working on the coffee sponsors. Oh, that's true. La Prima. La Prima. La Prima. Go drink Mm -hmm. La Prima. (laughs) It is delicious. Okay. Uh, Anything you want to say in summary for all of this? Thank you, by the way, for coming in and sharing everything. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I really enjoyed your story um, and everything that you had to say. And balance is important. Balance is very important. But um, last notes. What is one thing goofy about you that everybody should know? We taught you should have been expecting this. Yeah, I set myself up for this. Um, So if you've ever been in a class with me, you may have seen me step back and forth in a rhythm while I just stand and wait around, but I like to dance. Really? Yeah, I don't mind it, especially at weddings, but I'd say the one odd, unique, random thing, uh, senior year in high school, I was a dancer in our high school musical of Cinderella. Wow. Please tell me a video of that exists. Oh, I know it exists. I, I haven't seen it in, you know, <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> so you, does your parents have it? Do, do uh, your, I do don't your know. Have it? I don't know. They might. Okay, so if any family member listens to this and you have the video, yeah. please figure out a way to get it to me. Or old high school colleagues. Somebody's got to have it. Somebody's got to have it. Where did you go to high school? Hampton. Where's that? North of the city. Okay. So you're, you're sort of, you're Western Pennsylvania born and raised. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway. All right. I'll let you get back to your big, powerful job running EQT. I understand <laughs> that's important. Sure. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Miss. Thanks for having me. Yep. We will talk to you guys later. And thank you for listening on The Stronger Revolution.